0: welcome back everybody to another episode of candidly with coffee we back oops i just told you not to move the mic and then i moved the mic oopsie are we good we're good all right so we are back this is is our second um week that we will be on youtube or back on youtube Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for the support there um a lot of you watched us and you know as with anything, we will get better with time, with like editing and stuff like that. And I'll have more visuals and stuff for you guys. Not we, her. Me. Yeah,
1: me. <laughs> I just show up and do my part and talk.
0: He just shows up. He brings the coffee. Bring the coffee. And so today, I've actually got... Um, I busted out my old faithful Hocus Pocus mug. Because we are in full-blown spooky season now.
1: I know. It's it- weird though. I'm not... Feeling like it's Halloween, but it's around the
0: corner. But the weather feels spookyish. Yeah, spooky season is is here, and all the the commercials and stuff like that, um, the the Halloween movies and all the, all the Halloween shows mm-hmm. are playing and stuff. Yeah, I love it. it's my favorite time of year usually. Um, just finding it hard a little bit to like really get into it right now. But, yeah, you know, I usually am big time into yeah, no. it. know. By now, I'm like, every time I'm watching TV, it is Halloween themed and stuff. As it gets closer, yeah. Tyler and I tend to, will marathon like old Halloween movies and stuff. But I found that I was, um, I was thinking about it this morning, why I felt like this kind of like sadness. My mom and I shared a love of Halloween movies mm. and scary they movies. And, and I realized like, oh, that's what's happening. That's why I... I'm not as like excited as I normally am. Like even like exactly this time last year we were, I I had a conversation with her. I was, she called me and I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street and she's like, Oh, you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I love that movie. I'm like, yeah, mom, remember we used to watch it together. It was like 35 years ago. It was like 35 years old.
1: I think we looked it up. We watched it one time. We're like, let's look this up. That's when you're like, damn, we're kids watching this stuff. Yeah.
0: And, and so we talked, we had a, a, conversation on the phone that day and that's the day that she told me I said mom can you believe it's been you know 35 years I'm like gosh I feel like time goes so fast like I'm getting old and and she that's when she said Janine I feel like I blinked my eyes and I'm 75 I feel like I'm 50 like I was 50 I closed my eyes and opened them and I'm 75.
1: It's scary when you get older it does like sometimes um some of my friends I haven't spoke to in a while. I'm like, hey, how are your kids doing? Oh, my son or daughter's this age. And I'm like, what?
0: Oh, my gosh. I know yeah. they're little
1: and now they're like adults, some You're of like, them. How did or that teenagers. happen? They just blinked an eye. And I, I know. And
0: I felt so sad. And little did I know at the time she knew she was ill already for sure. And, you know, she was reminiscing a lot about how quickly the time went. And it was just, I think that's why I'm having a hard time getting fully into the spooky season.
1: Well, there was a message she's told you, like embrace time she was telling me that because it goes like that she and said, time enjoy. stops for nobody I don't care who you are nobody on this earth is special where the clock slows down for them
0: enjoy but we talked about it and she we, what is it that I enjoy the most I remember we had this conversation because that's me too I'm like I just enjoy being cozy comfortable watching movies at home with my with you and, and the dogs. Yeah. That's what I enjoy the most right now. And that's what my mom enjoyed the most. So it's like we had so much in common. She loved to be.
1: For people who used to be out and about and partying and traveling and we're homebodies these days.
0: I know, but you, yeah, and I I enjoy am, I'm it glad though. I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it.
0: I, I love being a homebody. And if you're it's not happy at
1: your house, that's a problem. If you're not happy in your home, you better make it a happy home. That's important that you have a happy home. Yeah. It's your castle. Wherever you lay your head at. It doesn't have to be a home. It could be an apartment. Wherever you live. Make yeah, it yeah.
0: Your home is your home, home. Wherever it is, yes. it doesn't have to be something you own. Yeah. But yeah, I make agree. Make your,
1: your comfort zone, your happy zone. You look forward to being there, hanging out, whether it's with your significant other, by yourself, with your dogs. Just make it a comfortable place.
0: so yeah. I always believed in. For sure. So, um, but you know what's coming up that I want to see? Don't peek. This oh, is scr- okay. this is scratch. You'll never understand what it what it says. <laughs> He's peeking at my notes. <laughs> um, what uh, October fourteenth is Halloween ends with Jamie Lee Curtis, the final, final Michael Myers movie. That's what they always say. No, this time because she signed on for th- a three movie contract, and this is her third one. Where because she, she wanted to be able to close up the story, she didn't want it to keep going. You know how like the Friday the Thirteenth franchise uh, got really stupid they had one where well, he became like a, uh, a space it, alien yeah or something. Like they this. ruined it that's such a classic and they ruined it and she really wanted like to not ruin her movie mm-hmm. and so um it's supposed to be the final final i want to see it i want to. you know to what's get
1: insane what that's a rare thing in hollywood she's the original from Numero Uno in the seventies. What, mm-hmm. what, what, was, what was the first one made in the seventies?
0: Yeah, in the early seventies. She's the first. She was there. Yeah, and she's here at the ending. Yeah, and so it never happens. So Kyle, Ri- you know Kyle Richards from Real Housewives. Yes, she was the little girl in that movie. Mm-hmm. She's in this one too. Is she? She was in the last one, but she's in this one also. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So and that's cool. So, but I want to see it, so I'm going to get tickets. Okay. Of Either, course you do. Of course, I have. I mean, that's a classic. We went to see the other one in the theater. Did we? Yeah. We did. It was a couple of years ago. I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before. It must have been the year before. Um, But I, I don't know. I feel like Halloween lost its magic a little bit. Do you remember when we were kids? I don't know what your traditions were, but in my traditions in this neighborhood that we're in right now, we would all get pillowcases and we would go trick-or-treating until like, I don't know. At I least would, 10. I want to say at N- least 10. 9 to 10. It was at least 10 and we would get pillowcases full of candy so much candy that we would go home dump it and go back out and it's not like that anymore
1: Mm -hmm. it's not
0: didn't we like hardly get any trick-or-treaters last year yeah
1: used to be neighborhoods full of kids trick-or-treating i think that
0: with covid and and it
1: kind of derailed it or threw it off i don't know
0: i don't don't, know it just ruined it i don't think
1: these kids because of the internet or something these kids uh They, uh, they're distracted. They don't care. It's not a big deal to them no more.
0: I don't think, I think it was because when we were kids, we didn't just get infinite amount of candy. That was like probably the only time we got candy. Yeah. And then like we would get, uh, my mom would put a couple of pieces in my school lunch. Like the whole month of November, I had a couple pieces of Halloween candy in my school lunch. Yeah. I I don't know. I just feel like people get, they, they, they're, get more instant gratification. Candy's nothing special anymore. Mm-mm. That that to work that, that's working too hard to get the candy. You mean got to walk door to door to get candy? I'll just door well, dash that, some that, candy. But that's
1: not, that's not, you're losing the whole point of it. That's not the point. The you point, don't think not, so? No, the point is dressing up. It was fun as a kid, picking out your costume, no, you getting excited, I, going to the store.
0: No, I know, but I feel that. like part of it was... And then, yes,
1: candy was the reward.
0: Rocky is driving me crazy over here. He's yeah, c- drinking water, pa- pause, c- scratching himself. All right, we are back with a... <laughs> Got, got had to get rocky out of here he's got to say something
1: your damn skin be glowing man I'm my jealous. skin is glowing do men get glowy skin like you have a glow
0: i don't know is that you a, do good a good good job
1: yeah it's a good thing like you're f-
0: vibrant i'm vibrant yeah wow that's so Fresh. nice but i mean you're beautiful you. but i'm saying
1: remember that at the, di- <laughs> at the uh, birthday someone said birthday, that like, like my skin is glowing yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't All know like, wow. my
0: skincare i don't know
1: Good hid- guy hydration. You drink a lot of water.
0: I do drink a lot of water.
1: Very important. You didn't used to. No. No. You, you didn't used to. I didn't. You were bad at that.
0: I, I didn't even ever like carry a water jug mm-hmm. around or anything. Um, anyway, so back to Halloween. Yes. I-, yes, I agree. Like the excitement. So why 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 isn't there excitement for costumes anymore then?
1: I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know if these kids care for it or they look at it like oh, this is dumb. We've evolved, we're over this.
0: So it's like the candy's not exciting, costumes aren't exciting.
1: Or parents are lazy. You don't want to get their kids excited to take them out to Halloween or no, whatever. I walk don't think around. it's that.
0: I don't know. But it was magical when we were kids. Yes, magical. It yeah. Magical. I also feel like now, like little kids walk around in costumes all the time. Come on. They don't like they they don't like um, like little girls. Yeah, they'll wear Prince. a princess nightgown every day, so Your it's nieces. not exciting anymore. Yeah, you know, back when my kids were little, you didn't wear a princess costume. No, you wore it for Halloween and yeah. only Halloween. I
1: didn't. You don't go d- dress to school as Jason or Michael Myers or Freddie. We don't wear that
0: every day, like Michael Myers pajamas. Michael, whatever,
1: whatever. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, Showing so up I, to
1: school like a goof. Imagine if you show up to school like that. Like if the kids, were, what are you doing? Bro, like this ain't Halloween. You clown. yeah, but
0: now I feel like kids wear like um my niece wears her like um the Toy Story uh what is that Buzz Lightyear like almost every day she wears her Buzz Lightyear and then the other one wears princess pajamas every day so come Halloween it's like meh not exciting mm-hmm, nah. I don't know but you're right I miss it though I miss the magic my kids still had some of the magic I, I I'm happy about it's that It's changing huh it's changing every
1: every decade. Like yeah. your kids are like the last of uh, almost like the last of when the cell phones came out too. Like yeah, when they first were introduced. That's yeah, their last. They were born they, right they when were, they were so they didn't grow up
0: out. with a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. They had cell phones, but not really like we didn't live on our phones. No. They were like phones. It was
1: more like to get a hold of them. Yeah, to where your kids are at. so.
0: I'm I'm happy about that, but it's like, gosh, what what does that mean for them and their kids? I know. You know what's next? Yeah, I don't know.
1: You know what we're talking about? Not to get too off topic, but. I was at my car club barbecue yesterday and are a minute on how Saturday morning you had to get up to watch cartoons. There was no DVR, there was no recording, there was no let me see it on YouTube later. That Dude.
0: I don't know but that and Saturday that morning so cartoons and Friday night TGI, TGIF. Did you watch TGIF? Not a
1: little bit, a little bit. It was like I remember
0: it. Home Improvement, not home, yeah. yeah, Home Improvement I did watch those or shows. like Family Matters yes. and
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes. So Friday sitcoms, of and then Saturday morning cartoons. The best. What good and memories? Donuts or
1: cereal or something. Just we would
0: always have my dad would go get Peter's Bakery, and we'd watch. And it was there was Kids Incorporated. Yep. And Love Menudo. Who? Do you remember Menudo? Yes. What? Or I'm Buster not... and me. Mm, the no. with the with the pet monkey. He had the. It was a human girl, and I there do was remember like a, that. I I didn't mean, watch them. Not a monkey, an actual monkey, a puppet monkey.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I remember them. Oh,
0: my gosh. Good I was good into times. The, re,
1: the wrestling, the spy, obviously Spider-Man and Superman, yeah. all those cartoons. How about whole, Jim
0: and the Holograms?
1: A little bit. That's for the girls I, more, I, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't really get into that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, crazy. Simple times.
0: Oh, my gosh. Now you can watch anything
1: at any time. Even the old school. Right now, you can go back and watch shows that we grew up on.
0: Yeah, but there's something about like that instant gratification that just like ruins it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, There's nothing to look forward to. It's mm-hmm. like you could just watch anything, anytime. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes you're like, you, you even kind of call me
1: out like, oh, yeah, you're watching the Warriors game. Who won, by the way? Because you know, I'm already recording. I'm like the Warriors, so it's easy yeah. to watch. It's cheating Yeah, versus it's watching so it live. different. The anxiety is less knowing yeah. the outcome.
0: It's so crazy. Um. So on Friday was my one-year Orange Theory anniversary. Nice. One year. Can you believe I've been going there for one full year? It doesn't feel like it. It just
1: blinked. And in
0: one year, Friday was my 245th class. I took 245 classes in one year. That's a lot of classes. That means nine months worth of classes, like nine straight months. That's the equivalent of going nine straight months. So,
1: and luckily... I'm gonna say luckily, but it helped you with healing after your mom's passing. You got up out of bed and said, All right Oh
0: yeah. I wish I would have known that sooner that exercise and consistent exercise like that could be so therapeutic.
1: Yes. I think because when we look at exercise, the first thing that people come to mind is is aesthetics. They wanna lose weight. I get it, you wanna look good. Everybody wants to look good and feel good in their clothes, whatever the case may be. But now that i'm older that's fine and all but for me it's for mental health to keep my yeah. mind strong because if the mind is strong the body will follow it's when the mind crumbles everything falls apart so the mind has to be the strongest yeah muscle in
0: like body. i'll have people ask me like how often do you orange theory i'm like five days a week and they're like why do you do that much you're not trying to lose weight or anything i'm like i don't do it to lose it's weight not
1: that. see what i'm saying it has no, no i'm
0: not trying to lose weight i don't know the last time i weighed myself i'm not it's not my journey my journey is other things I, my goals are other things right now i don't you know it, I mean, if you have a weight loss coach that is constantly trying to lose weight get a new weight loss coach <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to toot my own horn but at,
1: at some point in time <laughs> there's a dro- there's a line where you've hit where you need to be. And the yeah. hard part starts, the maintenance part, holding it. I mean,
0: it. but it, that's a that's, red flag. If you have a, a, a weight loss coach who is also constantly trying to lose weight, don't you think that's like a red flag? Yeah, I like mean, they,
1: their own recipe don't work on them, so how's it going to work on anybody else? Or how's it going right. to motivate other people? So
0: that's not, I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm trying to, I, but I love
1: You love the shape that you're, and the stimulant, pushing yourself and challenging, right? No better feeling. I, I love it. We talk about that, how people who don't work out, and don't know what that's like to battle against yourself and to dig deep because it sucks. It's, t- it's part of you. The voice is talking to you like, why am I doing this again? There's that little talk. You have that battle within you. Oh, yeah, you,
0: sometimes. And then
1: you're like, because I'm a fucking, excuse my French, I'm a beast. This is making me stronger. I love the challenge of it. Yeah. I love the stimulation. That's
0: yeah. That's why. Yeah. And for me, it's like um, we've kind of developed some new good traditions. For me, it's it, there's so many positives to Orange Theory because Alyssa's a head coach. She's the one who got me to go to begin with, but she's the head yep. coach and so I take as many of her classes as possible. And I, I like I like to take her class. Like it's how cool is this? Like I I think about like years from now, like years when I'm long gone and she'll think like gosh, remember all those years like my I got to see my mom every day. We, you know, I taught her her orange theory class. Yeah. Like what amazing yeah. memories, you know? Exactly. Um she's and so, so I think about that. those things. I also I like her class. I like the way she coaches. Mm-hmm. Um and so she's it's made that. for this
1: game. She's made for be a trainer, coach, all of that. She's made for yeah. fitness.
0: And then we've got like with my cousins, we have our tradition. We go on Saturday mornings and afterwards we go have brunch or coffee. Yeah, and so there's that. There are so many positive camaraderie.
1: Att- That's what it is. It's camaraderie. It's like-,
0: like positive associations. Yes. So I associate Orange Theory with lots of positivity. Mm-hmm. It, it's how your brain is wired, mm-hmm. right? So like- And it I, loves that. Yeah. It
1: loves stimulation and positivity. It loves
0: rewards. Yes. So it's important to associate things that you want to make sure that are a consistent part of your life with positive things. Sandwich them into positive things because that's how our brain works. So, you know, like, that's why it's good to give yourself little rewards and set goals. Mm-hmm. Like if I go, if I get, you know, Twenty workouts done this month. I'm going to treat myself to a new workout outfit. You sure. know, so you you associate exercise with positive things, yes. not negative. Yes. Um, and that then it becomes that's how you make it an addiction. Mm-hmm. Po- there's positive addictions in this world, and I definitely have an addiction to my Orange Theory classes for sure.
1: That's same thing like me. I love going to my, yeah. my training. I love training myself too. But, I love pushing myself. I mean,
0: because you'd think I had in the past week. I had two colonoscopies in the span of three days, but the week before and this week, I still got my four, five orange theory classes in because I just rearranged my schedule a little bit to accommodate my five classes because yeah. it's important to me and it makes me feel good.
1: You like to stay on track.
0: Yeah. I just, I like to stay on my routine.
1: And you know, somebody said recently that, 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 that hit home. So true. Cause people always look at like, say, so they look at you cause you're a coach. You have a lot of clients they look at like, dang, she must be so motivated. Nope. I'm going to break that myth for you guys real quick. Not true. Mm-mm. In the words of Andrew Tra- Tate, and the words of Andrew Tate, sometimes motivation isn't enough. It's discipline that gets you to...
0: Routine, habit, discipline. Discipline. Yeah. Motivation's great. Capitalize on it when you have it, but you're yeah. not always going to have it. So yeah. if you are only couple things if you're yeah. only relying on motivation you're not going to be successful because you're not going to be able to stay consistent Don't. it's not motivation is one of the least consistent emotions mm-hmm. um second thing okay. is if you are if you are relying on uh, motivation or if you are not making it like a routine and a habit like
1: yes you routine have to habit. make
0: it part of your routine and if you're not making it part of your routine and if you kind of just plug it in when it's when it's convenient, you're never going to be no. consistent with it. No. And then lastly, honestly, if you are waiting for your life to calm down, or get better, or your kids to get older, or your work life to um, not be as stressful, or your injury to feel better. If you're waiting for all those things to happen before you will embark on your journey, the health journey, whatever it may be for you, mm-hmm. it's never going to happen for you. I mean, look, your mother passed
1: away. You were there, what, two days after? Yeah. You got out of bed and just.
0: Yeah, because it's part of my life. And I, I didn't, knew, you, and I knew I,
1: you were broken and that made me proud and happy to see that. I didn't have to tell you. You did it on your own. Like, wow, she's taking a page out of my book. Because what did I do after my mother passed yeah. I kept, kept training, kept moving. Yeah,
0: because cause... it. it. The I reason for that down,
1: I don't want to go down there and then
0: the it reason it up. was easier for me to do that though is because it made it part of my life. It's not yeah. a convenience thing. It's not of I no. only do it when my life is on track and doing
1: Doesn't work going
0: well. Way. It's just I do it because it's part of my life regardless of whatever else is happening.
1: There's always shit happening. Always. Always. There's nothing. There's never you're not gonna have I hate to say this, but we always say, Man, I hope next year's better. I hope this is better. Yeah, that's fine. Wishing for a better year than last year, but just be prepared. There's always things that there's roadblocks, and you got to cackle. them. Somebody passes away, settling your family unexpectedly. Your your dog unexpectedly passes. We've had that happen too. We're, we're crushed. So there's always going to be things going on, but you got to stay on your routine and your discipline. Don't 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 put that to the side. Fitness yeah, is so important. You got to stay. on I mean, track. if you
0: find yourself saying any of those things that I mentioned. You better start stop and rethink it. Like, how how can I like make it part of my lifestyle despite all of these things? Despite. And trust me, I have to reassess all the time because as new things happen in my life that I have to accommodate and that I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to make this work? Mm-hmm. I have to stop and reevaluate. Like, how am I going to make this work?
1: Yeah.
0: Instead of just aborting all the things that I know are good for me that make me feel good and be like, oh... I can't deal with those things right now until this is over because then there will be something else around the corner. Yes. Oh,
1: but then that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then this. Oh, no, no, no. It's those but, 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 but. Excuse, excuse, excuse. That's all it is. That's so you can't, so
0: you have to ask. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're just, you're not really willing to make life changes that are yeah. sustainable.
1: Yeah. And I see people come into the gym on crutches, wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So what's your excuse? The same.
0: Yeah, because you can still do something. Like I've talked about that before. Like even just if you can still plug something mm-hmm. in, so that you don't lose the habit. Yep. Even if you're injured, you can't attend for whatever reason.
1: You, I've done it. You've witnessed me before we even dated. Or knew you saw me come to the gym on crutches.
0: Yeah, you, so, I would see you, and you would somehow have you'd have you had one crutch. You had one crutch. I graduated to one, crutch. and then in your other hand, you had a a, a gallon of water. That's me and my <laughs> yep. I didn't even know you back then. That's too funny.
1: Because I had to get out of the bed. I was getting super depressed and down, you know. I don't like not being able to move and do my thing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to figure it out. Do upper body then.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's not just exercise. I'm talking about like food and and your food choices and all of that too. Like being prepared with, you know. Yes. What you're going to eat for the week and everything. That should be part of your lifestyle. How you're going to get your water in, your supplements. Um, you know everything. Getting your steps in, like all of that, you need to make it part of your daily lifestyle. Also, uh, prioritizing your sleep,
1: very important as best Man. you can.
0: Man, I really become so in tune with mm. the fact that I do not function well without my seven hours. So important. I need me. seven hours of sleep, or I'm useless. Yeah. I really, I my my brain, and then also I've also realized that. After I've been up for a certain amount of hours, my brain also, like, it becomes tired.
1: <laughs> Powering down.
0: It powers down. And I can't, I, it's not like I can do, like, 18-hour days. That's not going to happen. For me, I'm usually up, I'm, I'm actually, like, up at between 5.15 and 5.30 every morning now, I which know. I love. And I'm super productive. Like, what time is it for us right now? It's not even 10 a.m. I have On done so much stuff. This morning, right? Already. Yeah. You know, made the bed. I got ready. I cleaned out the fridge. I did a load of laundry. I cleaned up around the house. Like, I've done so much stuff, work stuff. I went and planned my calendar and- mm-hmm. Got this ready. Yeah. Like, right I. and it's not even 10 a.m. No. But I on that token, I, like, what time will I start? Like- Six. I would say at like- You start slowing down. 5 p.m. I kind of start. So after I've been up for 12 hours and then like six- I'm really starting to power down seven. I'm like I but, can't do anything of substance. At didn't seven. we just
1: talk about that? They don't they don't allow cops or truck drivers now more than twelve hours. Well,
0: because Yeah.
1: Your 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 rational decision making skills. You are-
0: actually become like like drunk, like equivalent to somebody who is drunk if you haven't had enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you've been awake too many hours, or um, just are having yeah poor sleep. You actually like will present like a drunk person. Yeah. Like, so you may fail like a field sobriety test and be, and be sober. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, So October is breast cancer awareness month. So I wanted to, you know, on our constant strive to help make sure that you guys are on your health journey. Yep. Um, I want to remind everybody to do your self checks. That's so important. The mammograms are important too. Um, Obviously an annual mammogram. But there are certain strains of breast cancer that are so aggressive that you could have a clean mammogram and by your next mammogram have like stage two or later aggressive breast cancer, Damn. even if you're doing your annual. So it's very important to do yourself checks as well and know like what feels normal to you so that you know as soon as something does not feel normal, you get into your doctor.
1: Man so much shit we got to watch on this
0: life. I know. So this girl that I follow on, um, I love it's the Home Edit. I love the Home Edit. Clea Shearer, she is one of the owners of the Home Edit, which is like a home organizing Instagram. I followed them when they had like no followers, seriously, like forever ago. And then and they have the a show popular? on Netflix. Oh, millions oh, of followers. Huge. Oh, so you yeah. follow them
1: from the beginning when they're- Yeah. Not nobodies, but you know. And you
0: know what's ironic? And I think that's probably how I saw this account is because Marla- who I know is is an actress and she is best friends or was best friends with Clea oh. or like really good friends with her. Yeah. And so I think she posted about her on her Instagram and that's how I saw her. Well, she does her annual mammograms, but then uh, four months before she was due for her next mammogram, she felt a lump. Oh, man. And she she has, like, I don't know what the stage is, so I don't want to misspeak, but it was an aggressive form of breast cancer. Uh, Had she waited four more months when her mammogram was due, it would have been significantly progressed.
1: Weren't you following another girl? You were telling me a story that was sad. Like, she also got, like, successful and famous and she talked about like man I, I i'm making it and then all of a sudden she got smacked with cancer Well, oh, this is
0: her that's that's, yeah. her. Oh, that's her so i've okay. been following her cancer journey she's been really <sighs> good about like posting about it and like the, what the chemo process has been like and it's just intense for sure but it's like she's got everything going for her super successful wealthy i know um great family great kids every and then this and you know what she's still Posting on social media, attending talking. events, like in between she's being super life. sick and mm-hmm. going through chemo, she's still like living her life. Yes.
1: Because you know why? She's not messing around because what if her days are numbered? Yeah. You just you don't know what this cancer is. It's vicious. It's
0: crazy. So anyways, it's definitely October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so it's a good time to really think about. I've not always been good about doing my self-checks and stuff like that. I've been better now. And then, yeah, I did finally get my mammogram. So I'm definitely going to do the annuals. Yeah. scary. It is.
1: Health is wealth, man. Can't say it enough. It It is. It really is. People don't emphasize it enough, I don't think. They emphasize every other important thing in life, how much money they make, the car they drive, the house they live in, you know, getting promoted to job. That's all good things. But without your health, none of this matters. You know why?
0: What's sad is because sometimes I feel like we just feel too invincible. Yes. And we Humans don't, have
1: this arrogance to them, thinking like, "Oh, it can't happen to me, or it won't happen to me." You
0: yeah, know, okay. and then like we never, we don't really have that feeling of health is wealth and all that. No. We don't have that feeling no. until we get
1: something. Yep. Then you have regrets, and, and I. And then you have, have, yeah. Would have. Damn! Why didn't I listen sooner? Why didn't I go get the colonoscopy five years ago? Why didn't I change my diet five years? You know, little things. Yeah, so ten it, years ago. So, I'm just making examples
0: a lot of times that's just how we are as humans we have to something has to happen for us to get to that point or like i've how many times i've seen someone like they have a heart attack and they have like quadruple bypass surgery and in their hospital bed they're like i'm going to i'm going to lose weight i'm going to do this that and then like they'll do the things like mm-hmm. i've had known several people in my life they'll for a while and then they'll fall right back into their old habits and they forget gain all the weight back start eating bad again doing all the things that they're not supposed to do to prevent another heart attack, and it's just so sad. And
1: don't see when they do that though. Don't don't be crying when you get a heart attack. Don't be oh, I want everybody to feel sorry for me. No, you did that to yourself.
0: It's sad though. We, but then it's hard. It for, it's harder on the loved ones. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So hard. Anyways, I wanted to talk about. We have not gotten really into topics related to macros and all that stuff for a while. So I wanted to, especially since this is a Monday and you guys, it's time to start thinking, okay, you're gonna have a good week. Um, you're going to stay on track fall's with your- coming. fall's here. With your meal plan or your macros. But I have like a lot of people will ask, they'll talk about like some of the things like, oh, but shouldn't I be doing this and shouldn't I be doing that? And some of those things are like, mm-hmm. shouldn't I, should I not eat after seven o'clock at night? Should I fast? I heard that I'm supposed to fast. Or should I use smaller plates? Um, I I heard that I'm not supposed to be snacking, no processed foods, no alcohol. I'm supposed to be doing all those things if I want to lose weight. While those things may be helpful, this is where I want to emphasize the excitement and the positives and the benefits of knowing macros because none of those things apply if you are tracking macros. None. None. Nothing. Mm-hmm. None of those things you know apply.
1: How many, for many years, how many mitts? You should never eat past seven. Why? Break it down. Oh, because you need two hours for your body to digest it. Okay. Well, what if I don't go to sleep till 11 or 12? Everybody's I mean, different.
0: it's just, it's not relevant. The reason why those rules came about is it's because- For the
1: eight to five job No, person? it's
0: because oh. people get scared with the thought of macros. So they just close off. They don't want to know about macros. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- in order, if someone's trying to coach somebody mm-hmm. to be in a calorie deficit, who mm-hmm. does not want to know anything about macros and learn how to track them, and they don't want to necessarily follow a meal plan, mm-hmm. they will give them these different rules to hope that that will result in them eating less, and they'll be in a deficit without tracking. God. Gotcha. So, because no, e- no eating after seven. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because. Usually by seven o'clock, you've already ate enough for the whole day. Yeah. So anything after seven, if you're not tracking macros, so you won't know for sure, p- could potentially put you into a surplus. Yes. That's a problem. Dangerous. It's not the actual 7 p.m. That has no. nothing to do with it. Nope. It has to do with if you're not tracking calories, the more hours in the day that you're eating, the chances are you're eating more calories. Mm-hmm. Same with fasting. So, like, fasting. It doesn't work unless you actually eat less. True. So but if you tell someone who's not tracking macros that they can only eat during a 6-hour window, that's less time for them to eat. So hopefully what that means is they'll eat less. A lot of times those kind of things they're successful initially, but eventually your your body adjusts and your hunger hormones adjust and you can eat more in that window. Yeah. Or then you start to get smart, you try to outsmart it, right? You'll be like, "Oh, my coach says I can eat anything I want in a six hour as long as I only eat in six hours. But then all of a sudden, you're you're binging in six hours.
1: You're going crazy. You're
0: stuffing your face like a crazy person because you know yeah. you won't be able to eat for the next 18 yeah. hours.
1: Yeah, you can't do that. That don't work.
0: It doesn't work. Nope. Um, using smaller plates, that's just a tactic to eat less again. So, none again, none of these things are necessary if you are either following a meal plan or tracking macros because… It doesn't matter what size plate or whether you eat all of your macros after 7 p.m. or before 7 p.m. or during 7 p.m. It doesn't matter because you're still eating the right amount of food for your goals. Mm -hmm. And if you're not tracking macros, it's a crapshoot. You're trying to do all these things to help you eat less, but at the end of the day, you still don't know for sure if you've eaten less.
1: It's almost like, Maybe it's a little different, but it's almost like people who get the stomach surgery, get it smaller, and they eat less, but somehow over time, they start eating more and way more and more. You and stretch more.
0: it out. Yeah. And then you're
1: like, hold up. Didn't you get that stomach surgery procedure done, and why are you gaining weight? They Sometimes they end up worse than where they begin. No,
0: yeah. that That's common, actually. Um, it's sad,
1: because you rely on that, like, you know, thinking like it's going to work. This is the end all be on? It backfires sometimes.
0: If you don't figure out the psychology behind why you're eating a certain amount, mm-hmm. It's not going to work for you. Um, and it's also important to understand there's a lot of, of, I notice a lot of pills and supplements and stuff coming out on the market, prescription, supp, uh, prescription pills for weight loss. They all kind of, there's no special thing that's been invented that's wonderful or anything yet. All of the pills that are on the market really deal with leptin, which is what's going to make you feel full. Mm-hmm. And it's just to help with appetite control. Again, why Why help with appetite control? So that you eat less, so eat that you're in a caloric deficit. There's still nothing on the market that helps you lose weight in the absence of a caloric deficit.
1: I think, though, something just popped in my head. Now, that pill you just said I was thinking about, I was giving it a thought. Now, that could help just to calm it down. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't know how to uh fight against the hunger pangs. They don't like that pain. You know what I mean? Right. They hate it. They don't know how to deal with it. It's too much for them, so they give in. That's that's why most of most of us fail at these diets because we give in. The hunger pains. You feel like you're dying. You're not. It's just those pains. So if this pill that they're creating on the market can help, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, you're right. People Mm. need to like learn to sit in hunger. Like, it's okay to be hungry. Yes. You're not going to die. No. I think people think that they can't be hungry.
1: Oh, I'm so hungry. I feel like I'm going to die. I heard it. You're not going to die. Relax. Stop. Look at you. You're not going to die. Look in the mirror. You have plenty of body fat to survive. I mean, you shouldn't be
0: starving. If you're starving, then you're doing something wrong. You're on the wrong macros. You're not eating eating
1: enough protein or something. Something's
0: wrong. You're you're not, meals aren't balanced enough, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's what a coach comes into play. They can help you through those things. Of course. But yeah, you are going to feel, I hate to break it to you. If you're in a deficit, you're trying to lose weight. Hunger is a normal part of that yeah, process. Exactly.
1: And it doesn't, Embrace mean, it.
0: it doesn't mean you're not eating enough. There's a difference no. between feeling hungry and feeling starved. Yeah. Like you're about ready to like eat a house. Like Don't. I know the difference because I just went through it with my colonoscopy. Yeah. There's a whole different ball game between fasting and not eating enough and then being a little bit hungry because you're in a deficit.
1: Yeah right
0: yeah and i so a lot of the medications on the market tackle hunger but if you but, don't realize also that y- we eat a lot for a lot more reasons than being hungry mm-hmm. and most people with obesity the reason they're obese is because they are eating for other reasons than hunger yeah they're eating for to numb pain mm-hmm. for trauma for boredom, boredom for you know mental Things, all kinds of things, life stress.
1: Been there, eating, done that. Been through all that.
0: You know, if you if you can kind of work through your your feelings and those kinds of things and eat because you are hungry and because you love food and you enjoy food, um, you're able to if you eat for just those reasons, you're able to control your volume a little bit better. Yeah. Than if you eat for other reasons, and that's why, unfortunately a lot of times medications, and while they sound, it it seems easy and like a quick fix, they're not going to solve the problem. Also, when you take appetite suppressants, like prescription strength appetite suppressants, Mm -hmm. it becomes more difficult to eat the things that you need to eat because you are not hungry. So guess what that means? That means that you're not going to feel like eating that protein. You're not going to feel like eating those egg whites or the broccoli or some nutritious food when you are a little bit hungry because you're not as hungry as you normally are. You really want the craving foods. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You're not going to be hungry for your prepped meal. You're going to want a cookie, snacks, packaged stuff because it's more highly palatable and the tastier the food is the easier to eat when you're not hungry. Yep. Hunger is a good thing because a little bit of hunger when you're in a calorie deficit is good because it makes it more your healthier macro tracked food more delicious. Right? True. True. It makes it more delicious cuz you're hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my shredded chicken. You know, my avocado toast yum. Like I I'm excited when it comes time to meal time. I personally, I have a very large appetite, but I, yes, I like do. my appetite. And, and I, even though it means sometimes a lot of the times I am hungry, I'm not fully satisfied because I have a large appetite, but I don't really like to take things that suppress my appetite because it, it strips me of my joy of eating. Yeah.
1: Plus, and, plus you, you have control of your vessel, of your vehicle, and that's mm-hmm. what people need to learn. I envy, I envy and I admire people where it shows – that they're in control of their body. they control their vehicle. What I mean by that is just looking at them like they're, they're disciplined. You can tell they work out. It's obvious. But working out just isn't enough. Their bodies are fit and lean. There's a reason. Because they're watching what they eat.
0: There's, yeah.
1: There's no, they're not getting lucky. There's no luck to uh-uh. it. They're putting, they're putting in, taking the supplements. They're putting all that, probably sleeping good, drinking water. It just shows. You can tell on a person who's living mm-hmm. their life the right way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, like, I can tell you this right now. If you think it's enough to work out, even if you work out a lot, it is not enough. Nope If I didn't monitor my intake, even though I do five orange theory classes a week, I would gain weight. I would definitely gain weight. it's not enough it's not it's not nearly enough so if you know I've had so many people reach out to me like i oh, I see you do orange theory, like why aren't I getting tone and muscular like that doing orange theory? I'm like, "Well, do you watch what you eat? Like are you are you on a nutrition program? Are you track macros?" "No, I haven't, but I probably should." You know, like that's what they usually say. Well, because orange theory is not or working out isn't going to get you the body that you that you think it's going to get you. No matter how no, much you're working out, it's not no. without the nutrition. The no. nutrition is really the magic What's piece. What's the percentage
1: of the of how we look? It's
0: 75 to 80%, I would say nutrition, 20% exercise.
1: Exercise, water, sleep.
0: And people think like it's some magical workout program. Like, oh, I need to know. And I'm not, I'm.
1: You're right. I'm going to
0: probably like expose some people right now, like fitness coaches or whatever, when they, if they like are promoting like, oh, they have the perfect workout program that's going to get you this body. Oh God. They are feeding you a load of bull crap. Yeah. Any consistent like it it doesn't have to be sexy or exciting you could do the same workout like every day as long as you are um get like increasing your strength and like doing higher weights and like doing like a progressive overload type program yep. any one of those programs are going to give you results it's not – there's no magic piece that's not like, oh, that person. I want their body, so I'm going to do their workout program. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. And and really the magic comes in the nutrition. So if, yep. if these people that like sell these workout programs that you think like it's going to make you look like them, mm-hmm. it's going to make you look like you <laughs> – just a different version of yourself. It's yes. not going to really change your entire genetics. Nope. And without nutrition, it's going to do not much for you. Just like
1: I'll make an example and I get off topic. I admired Arnold Schwarzenegger. I wanted to look like him, but I knew deep down I'm not never going to look like him. But he was just an inspiration. Like, okay, I like big arms, big chest, like his physique. Mm-hmm. You know, so I inspired to like not be him, but like you know, train his style, like yeah. build muscles, follow his regimen. Yeah. No, you're going to be you. You have your genetics. We're all different Yeah, and any
0: consistent program, like for my clientele, like women who are trying to tone, they always say, I want to tone.
1: Tone. Any
0: like consistent resistance training program, at least three, you know, days a week where you are actually giving it your all and you feel a stimulus in your muscles is going to help you grow the muscles as long as you're doing the nutrition part and you're getting your protein in, you're going to get results. Yes. As long as you are pushing it, feeling the stimulus in your muscle, it doesn't have to be some complicated program. It It's really not. It's more simple than you'd think. It's like, are you using the muscles that you want to grow? If you're using them, they will grow as long as you've got the nutrition piece part of it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, you can't see the maybe you have been, maybe you're someone that's listening to this right now and saying, "But I do, I work out all the time. I push myself. I get sore. I feel it, but my body, I don't see the change in my body." It's not that you're not making change. It's that you can't see the change cuz you're not losing body fat. Yes. And you're not losing you do not lose body fat in the gym. I that is I want to put that out there right now. Right. You do not lose body fat in the gym. You gain muscle in the gym. You lose body fat by getting your nutrition on point. That's how you lose body fat. So, and if you want to maximize, make sure that you are not wasting your time on your workouts as if you're if you're not eating enough protein or not then you're you're not going to get as much out of those workouts as you think you are. Yeah, also. True. So nutrition without nu- nutrition, you're just not going to see the benefits of those workouts. Now, the good news is if you've been out there eating a lot, um, and and working out really hard, and you just still feel fluffy, or you don't feel like you've done anything. It hasn't been a waste of time, because underneath the body fat, you have been, you know, creating some muscle under there if you've been working hard in the gym. But you've got to go through a fat loss phase in order to reveal it. Yes, you have to. It's and like
1: a, it's like a grizzly bear or a bear. They they eat a lot of salmon, load up, oh, boom, get fat. They hibernate in the cave, go to sleep for I don't know how many months. They come out, they lost all that weight, but they put the body fat, but their coat peeled off, you know, that body fat. Yeah, the body fat. And you really see what they look like under there. It's the same thing. We all have, if you stripped all of us, like those animals. We're all muscular. If you stripped us mm-hmm. all, we'll all, we'll all be ripped and shredded mm-hmm. in muscle. Mm-hmm. But we don't see ourselves like that. that's the problem. You have to see yourself like that. You got to vision what you're going to look like underneath. But We don't. We don't look past that. We see what we see in the mirror and we don't vision it.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and I think it's important to know that, like, that if you shed enough body fat, even if you've not stepped foot in the gym, I have news for you. You have muscle. Mm-hmm. If you, it, you muscle. walk every day, yes. you pick up this coffee cup, that's a muscle, muscle that has muscle. to do that. If you mm-hmm. had no muscle, you wouldn't be able to pick up the coffee cup. Nope. The only reason you think you have no muscle is because you have too much body fat covering it. Here, look, I'm going to stand up.
1: Without any muscles in my legs, it wouldn't be able to stand up.
0: Right. So you would be like an empty sack, uh, like a burlap sack of skin and fat, what, and you wouldn't move. You'd be what, like a jellyfish. What happens when we're huh. dying?
1: Your body starts giving out. Everything. Your your mm-hmm. all your operations cease to exist. Your legs start going. Everything starts going right. You can't mm-hmm. get up and you can't move anymore.
0: Yeah, because your muscle like deteriorates. It's
1: all fatiguing. Yeah, it's all going to waste.
0: So so you have muscle. We do. So yes, you can put on more, and mm-hmm. and it's never too late to do that. By the way, no, I don't care Another like myth. how old you are. You can put on muscle if you lift the weights and you eat the protein, you can put on muscle. But you're not going to see it unless you're willing to go through a period of calorie deficit Mm -hmm. to lose the body fat. Mm -hmm. And then if you got to do it smart too because you don't want to crash diet because if you crash diet, you'll lose some muscle in the process and then you just become like skinny fat. You lose muscle. Yeah. You, you retain more some of the body fat, so it's important to to preserve your muscle while you are losing the body fat. That's what's going to give you that tone look. Everyone says I want to look toned. I want to look toned. Like, what exactly does Everyone that mean? Says, toned. All it means is that you are stripping body fat so that you can reveal the muscle. Body fat is like in between your skin and your muscle. Mm-hmm. The let the. Lower the body fat is, the more your muscle shows. Yes, Your muscle is there regardless. Your muscles now, you can make it bigger, nicer looking, more fuller by doing resistance training, which I recommend for sure for everybody because it's going to help you maintain weight loss. Yep. It's going to help you um have the look that you're looking for. It's going to you know, help you in so many different aspects for that long-term, for the long-term results. Yeah. Um, but you have to lose the body fat to see the muscle.
1: Yeah, true.
0: There's no way around that.
1: And for me, my my purpose and mission of working out and keeping a strong body so I, so I can get up and move and do things. So I'm not tired. So I'm not like, oh, my legs hurt on my back. You got to get up and move. Things hurt because you're, 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 you're tight. You got, you're tight. You're, wow, you're tight. One, you gotta move, you gotta stretch, stimulate your body.
0: Yeah, you do. Especially well, people what you who don't... sit
1: down all day at a tech job. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine how tight their backs or hips, everything. Oh yeah, shoulders. You're typing like
0: this. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. You have it. to like walk and and get up Breathe. and move and
1: big breaths, you low breaths. Become breasts, like stiff. Lungs. Yeah, you be like
0: a robot. Like,
1: you know, you got no movement. Exactly. That's how I felt when I was in that whole bodybuilder game. It took me a long time to transition that muscular body to to fighting because I was so stiff and tight. It was hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, what you don't use, you lose. Facts. So, like, Facts. move every day, so that one day you can't, like, say so you don't, like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't get up anymore. Yeah. That's how,
1: imagine how scary that is. I don't want to be alive. If I can't get up and do and do functional my own. For what?
0: It's scary. Mm-mm. But what you don't lose, you lose. That's mm-hmm. the truth. What you yeah. don't use, you lose. Yeah, and like you said, don't
1: don't, don't uh, and don't fall into this this don't use no Asian excuse. Cause let me tell you something. Go on YouTube for men, I've been just doing my my, my own little homework. Fifty, sixty, seven year olds. I found that ripped. No medication or no nothing. Like I don't go to the doctor. Or I do go to the doctor, everything comes back good because I eat it cleaned out and I work out. Because they chose to. Mm-hmm. No one's telling them to. They chose to. They chose to le- leave that lifestyle, like a healthy lifestyle. They enjoy it. And they don't use their age as an excuse. And I see women too now on Instagram in their 40s and 50s look amazing. Why? Because it's all here. Because they chose... To do that.
0: Yeah. And I think the you choice. know, like for whatever reason, people want to overcomplicate it. Listen, it's not yes, an easy process, but it's not no. a it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. Exactly. I feel like a lot of times the message on social media or whatever overcomplicates it because people that are in my business who make money helping people lose weight, their program sounds more desirable if it's complicated. There you go. Because people think, Oh, if it's complicated, this must really work. And that is like that is like a method, it's a marketing tactic to get people to buy something because they think, "Oh, I need to have that program because then it's gonna work, yeah, and that's why like even for my program, I recently launched a meal plan only option, which they'll just get a meal plan and my macro coaching, and then they'll still obviously get me as a coach and The reason for that is because, yeah, like I have a good workout program that I can customize for you. But if you already have that on lock, which a lot of people are like, I've got the workouts figured out because that's not the hard part. It's the eating that's the hard Mm -hmm. part that you need coaching through. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've got the workout, if you're doing your workouts, whatever it is, I don't care. If you're doing Beachbody, Orange Theory, F45, you have a personal trainer or you go to the gym with your husband, whatever, you you find workouts on YouTube – then you're you're already you got that that's enough Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be over complicated no so rather than me saying like oh no in order for my program to work you need my workouts you don't you don't need my workouts so you sign on you get the meal plan and the macros and really the most important thing is you get me as your coach to help you through the process as you hit roadblocks and things like that but it's doesn't have to be over complicated yeah you know, they just doesn't. remember that it doesn't have to be as mm. complicated, and and you have to kind of like reprogram your brain and kind of forget everything that you know. Yes, because I'm not to be, you know, blunt or anything. But if you are overweight we and you want. have weight to lose, then what you know has not helped you.
1: So throw it out the window.
0: You could throw it out the window. Everything you think you know, none fake, of it has worked fake for you. News, yeah. So instead of fighting <laughs> when. You know, fighting the process because someone maybe is teaching you something that you didn't think that would work or whatever. Just kind of trust the process a little bit mm-hmm. and remind yourself that if any of the things that you thought were true really were true, then would you n- still be in a position where you need to lose weight? Exactly. you wouldn't, right? Nope. So just let all that go. you know don't
1: don't let your ego and pride hang on to that either. A lot mm-hmm. of times people have pride and ego like, oh. They want to argue, to argue, to make a point, to think they're right about someone they're not. They're not educated. Like a people, a lot of people online spew off more than they what they really know. You know, they, yeah. they, they're all of a sudden they're experts and pros. But wait a minute, I'm looking at you. You're not a person I admire, or look up to. So why are you even spewing information? Because you know
0: what's interesting about people is they will the part, they will the part. read a headline and then file that away as fact. Yes, like a clickbait headline. They didn't even take the time to actually read the article that for the headline, nope. which is besides the point because the article was probably bullshit anyway. Yeah, talk. Clickbait. But they'll still just file the headline away and file that as fact and say, "But I thought that." But they say that. They
1: say that. But, I love that. The you news know, said like this or they but, said that. They. They, they have they, not they.
0: actually taken the time to really research that and also if it fits their narrative or the way they felt and supports the way they felt yes. then they make it then they they make it they makes them feel down. better they double down. right they so if they feel like they double down yep so if they feel like oh it's my hormones whatever like quote-unquote hormones which there's a gazillion hormones but people like just say my hormones my is hormones. what why i don't why i can't lose weight and then they read an article that supports that excuse Then they will glom onto it because it's kind of like making them feel better of why they haven't been able to do something.
1: You know, it's funny when you say my hormones, you know, we think of we you guys, not us. Men never say my hormones.
0: But you guys have hormones too. My hormones. (laughs) That's so true. My hormones. I got,
1: yeah, (laughs) I got hormones. If if I have zero testosterone, (laughs) I can't really build muscle. I'm not that strong.
0: That's a problem. So yeah. strength. And and, and not only that, it's
1: bad for my mental health don't feel good the body don't feel good
0: right same with women right with estrogen when our estrogen drops yep. we lose our strength because we lose our energy mm-hmm. and so you have to deal with those kind of side effects yes. but they don't but estrogen dropping doesn't automatically cause weight gain it's an indirect effect so you have to deal with the side effects of the estrogen dropping in order to prevent the weight gain mm-hmm. but it all but it doesn't but the My good hormones. news is the good news is, and why I don't want, instead of people getting excited, they usually get like upset if I tell them like, listen, you can lose weight even if you're going through that with your hormones, even if you're in menopause or whatever. And they go, no, but it's, I haven't been able to lose weight because of my hormones. See, see? instead of down. being upset They're like a block that right I'm here. telling you like that you, that you can lose weight, you should be happy. Take you should like, oh, on. you mean I've been wrong? You mean that even though I'm in menopause, I can still lose weight? Thank you. That's good news. But for whatever reason, people don't respond that way. They They, respond on the defense. They
1: love to argue. They love to double down on their phony-ass points is what I call
0: it. It is because it is a way to justify why they haven't been able to be successful. Yes. And I don't blame people. Because there's a lot of misinformation and just bull crap out there.
1: Yeah. There That's is. why. Mm-hmm. And so they
0: just believe it. True. And so True They believe the wrong people. Mm-hmm. But then then they'll be like, Well, how do I know I to believe you then? If I've there's been a million people before who've told me something different, why should I believe you? I don't know. I can't answer that. I can't answer why you should believe me, but do your homework. Do your research. Yeah. Do your own research so that you feel confident. Find out
1: if you're you're selling fake news or or real news. Can you lose weight while I'm going through menopause?
0: Google. Yeah, but a lot of times Google is bullshit. It is. That's the problem. It's all the, the, you You know know what you'll see?
1: Let me me cut you off right there, and I don't mean to be rude. You just made a good fucking point. Sorry, my French, but we become so reliant on Google thinking everything's facts. Who's made them the the 100% authoritarian true fact checkers?
0: Okay, first of all, pay attention to when you get Google results. The first page is all paid, sponsored. Say it again. Uh, You have to do that at least once. At least once. Oh, my gosh. The first page is sponsored. So those people are paying to be presented to you when you do that search. So go a little deeper. But look at when you're reading something and you want to take it as fact or gospel, look at who's writing the article. Mm -hmm. What did they have to benefit from it? A lot of times it's a blogger who is now getting commission on whatever product they're promoting in that article. Yeah. And then you'll see lots of ads in that article. Yeah. It's just, again, furthermore making quick, quick. money off of you. Yep. And so it's hard, again, it's hard to believe. Then you go back to like, who do you believe? I it's know. frustrating. And I mm. understand that. That's why it's like, I don't blame people when they have the misinformation. It's because they're being fed stuff that are people who are just making, trying Take to make an money advantage. off Take of them. Taking
1: advantage, preying on people's, you know, motions and stuff.
0: So it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. I get it. Mm. So you have to, unfortunately, what that means is you have to pick a lane mm-hmm. and try it. And doesn't mean you have to stay on that lane forever, but pick something and go 100%. Trust the process 100% with whatever you pick. And then if it works for you, great. Now you're a believer in Fail whoever you times, learn from.
1: Get up on the 10th and succeed. And now you succeed. You keep right. going. You found it.
0: But pick a lane. The problem is people pick a lane and they don't stay in the lane long enough to no. see if it really worked. Nope. They want to jump from this to that to this. I go, you know, I'll talk to people be like, I did Jenny Craig. I did Weight Watchers. I did this. I did that. They did yes. a million things. I'm like, well, you're you're not that old. How did you do all these things? I know. You didn't stick to anything long enough to really see if it worked for you, they, for one. They
1: do it for like two weeks and then, and then if they don't get instant gratification, they're done. That's yeah. the truth.
0: You know, it's like you have to, it's... The thing that's going to work, it's not going to be fast. No. It's not going to be fast. Nope. It's not going to give you instant so it gratification. Says, does not come fast. It is not going to be easy all the nope. time. Um but on the other token, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated, but it is going to be a it's going to be slower than you want it to be. That's for sure. And if you're looking for a quick fix or something fast, then Until you change that mindset, you're not going to find the forever solution for yourself. So, you know, I wish that...
1: This game is a marathon. It's for life. But what were we talking
0: about earlier in the podcast? I'm going to end with this. We were talking about how quick time goes. Time goes so fast, right? So stop like freaking out over the fact that it's going to be, it's going to take a year. So what? So what? You know how fast a year
1: goes? And then you know, if you stuck with it that year and you look back like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did this.
0: Exactly.
1: A year goes by quick. You blink your eye and the year is gone.
0: And if you think, I mean, for most people, the weight loss process is about, it's going to be about a year. And then you have to focus, that next year is focusing on um, getting into your groove for maintenance. So it's not a slow process and, but the time is going to go anyway. And the time is going to go fast if you kind of let that go mm-hmm. and just think like how quickly the the hot look, we're in October before we're going to blink our eyes and we're going to be doing a January podcast yep. where everyone's talking about their New Year's resolutions yep. and all that stuff. And how
1: stuff. they're mad, how they ate so much over the fall and they gained all this weight. So guess what? But don't, three don't, months. Don't do it. Yeah.
0: This is three months. You can, you don't like, don't forget about your journey in the holiday months yes. because you could do a lot of damage in three you months. Could. But if Lots. you stay focused and stay balanced and, and get, start the journey now.
1: Now. Don't wait till New Year's now.
0: No. You know why a great time to start now? Because October, November, December always go so fast. Quick. So it's a great time to start because you're going to blink your eyes.
1: Thanksgiving. You know Christmas. You're
0: going to be three months into your journey. You're going to have a three months head start come January. And just hunker down and keep going. Yep. Because time's going to pass anyway. So nope. don't fixate on the fact that it's going to take a long time.
1: Nope.
0: Because it'll, it might be long, but it'll be fast. Yes. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one. See ya.